0: On today's show, we got a big What if Mark Cuban brought it up, served it up to us on a silver platter today? The truth.
1: Nick's favorite player. What if he had a Dallas Maverick jersey?
0: On today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Wheelchaired off the floor for reasons he will keep to himself. I have a confession to make. <laughs> Whoa. I just had to go to a bathroom. I you need a wheelchair. One or I number had to two. go to the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that I, bad. When something went down. I had to <laughs> get <a> You're locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for Locked On Podcast Network, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, and writer at Mavs.com. the Pierce Poop and Pal, the One More Thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: Well, so we had a whole different what if. So this is obviously what if Wednesday during what the if? during the off season, <laughs> uh, we've had this kind of uh, themed shows, you know, five days a week because. We are still going five days a week during the offseason uh, as far as a daily Mavericks podcast here. Correct. So uh, on Wednesdays, we do these what ifs and we go throughout Mavericks history and like, hey, what if this happened? What if this happened with this player? Whatever. We had a whole different subject. And then, bam, this Paul Pierce, Chris, Chris Mannix story comes out Two of Nick's favorite people. His favorite <laughs> combination of media and player (laughs) and then mark cuban tweets about it and then nick's like hey we got it we got to do this so we got
0: to do it we got to get into it
1: the past hour for me has been researching paul pierce and mavericks and everything
0: So, absolutely, we will get into that today. Our what if is what if the Mavericks traded for Paul Pierce in 2007? Oh, God. Eight? The timeline is kind of blurry, but we'll get into it. Uh, And it's small market versus big market. Wednesdays on Lockdown NBA. Join Jake Madison and Lockdown Pelicans host and uh, John Kralis, Lockdown Celtics host, for a look at the NBA from all angles on the Lockdown NBA podcast today on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. All right. First. Shout
1: Shout out to Jake, too. Jake
0: Jake Jake is doing his shows right now from Alabama from his from a family member's house uh, because he was his house still does not have power because of Hurricane Ida so if anybody is still stuck out there man you know our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to you guys but yeah, Jake is a trooper. He's done his Pelicans up. He's done his Pelicans podcast. He's done his Locked On NBA podcast. I've not had to worry about him as the as the channel coordinator, which I appreciate. But before we get into all the what ifs and everything, first I want to uh, mention said Sabalo. Said Sabalos, you know, a, a member of the, the Mavericks family, has been in the hospital for a long time. Sent out just an absolute, a gut wrenching cry for help, almost uh, of a tweet. Uh, so if you go look at said Sabalo's Twitter, you can go check that out. Uh, he's been dealing with COVID. He's been in the hospital for ten days and he is just struggling. So yeah, we're we're definitely praying. He is in our prayers. Said Sabalos. Uh yeah, just going through it right now.
1: Yeah, big said, man. He's, he's become a staple pre-game. Seeing him uh courtside uh next to the team and, and everything. He's he's been wearing some awesome pumas the past couple of seasons and uh, yeah I mean we always uh, we've had fun with him over the past few years said says and and everything but yeah member of the mass family praying for you said big uh big said man get better and uh hopefully see you next to the team on the sidelines coming up soon
0: yeah absolutely so all right let's get into what the if? Dallas Mavericks traded for Paul Pierce in 2007 2008 before the maybe the 2007 eight season uh this came up today because uh Mavs clutch points, I think, uh, not the greatest. Mavs follow on Twitter, I would not recommend it.
1: No way, uh, this is great graphics. Pull up this design.
0: <laughs> I need the full full picture.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: tweeted this out and supposed to be big three. Is that Canva? Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Kidd and Paul Pierce were on there, but all the all wearing number thirty four, by the way, which is kind of weird uh, on this graphic, but. Uh, Paul Pierce told Mark Cuban in 2007 he wanted to join the Mavs. Then Mark Cuban responded to it. Uh, And this all came up because of a Chris Mannix article that came out about Paul Pierce saying he was done with the Celtics in 2007. Before the big three of Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen were even assembled, he was done with the Celtics and wanted to get traded. We'll bring up that quote in just a little bit. But then Mark Cuban responds and says, quote, It gets better. We had a deal done. We had a three-way trade done all teams agreed to their part of the deal. When we got to the trade call, the third team killed the deal because they didn't want they didn't know that a first was going to the Celtics. They chose not to do, do the deal at all. And then later he says in response to the comments, this was after 2008. So, a lot to unpack here. A, a ton to unpack here. First let, let me go back to the the Chris Mannix quote from the article. Let me just set the whole stage before we go into all the what ifs. Chris Mannix writes in spring of 2007, Paul Pierce ran into Mavericks owner Mark Cuban in Las Vegas. Pierce told Cuban, I'm your missing piece. Pierce pushed Schwartz, his agent, to attempt to engineer a trade to Dallas. This is in 2007. I'm in my prime, and I'm watching all these other guys in the playoffs, says Pierce. It was depressing. I thought I was out of there. I thought it was over. So then that gets you know posted. Mark Cuban says it gets even better. A uh, trade was even made and done at the time. So that's that's where this whole came from. This is where the what if came from. This is a new, basically, what if in Mavericks history, I guess, now that, that gets to be added to the Dwight Howard stuff that we were going to do today and all the other trades that were about to happen.
1: Yeah, it, you know, Paul's been pretty open about this, about wanting to go to Dallas back then, too. I, I was digging around trying to find past pieces, and, you know, he had a story uh, where he was on the, uh, up in smoke or all all in the smoke? All the podcast? smoke, all the smoke. There you go. Um, <laughs> back in twenty twenty, oh, up in smoke, up in smoke, just baby. gone. It's up in uh, smoke. <laughs> but he he was on that podcast back in uh, twenty twenty last year, and he said the same thing. Then he said, "I wanted to go join Dirk in Dallas." He said, "I thought my time in in Boston was up." And you know, you look at that season, that two thousand six two thousand seven season in Boston, they won twenty four games, and you know, he, he just averaged over 26 points a game. Like he, I mean, he was a stud. I mean, this was before he was halfway, you know, he was a 10 time all-star in his career. He had made five all-star teams up to that point. He had, he obviously do your math here, had five, (laughs) five more all-star games after that moment. But you know, for him, one, my mind goes to, can they go back and find Cuban for tampering? Or yeah, right? Can they
0: retroactively
1: tamper? Is there <laughs> the fact a- that Mark, Mark, and Paul had this uh, had this conversation in Vegas? You know, in two thousand what seven yeah,
0: spring two thousand seven in and Vegas. So it's, it wasn't like summer league or anything.
1: Which I mean, hey, you know what? I'm gonna believe that Mark didn't even talk to him. It was just Pierce walking up to him and telling him, "Hey, I'm your missing piece. Come get me. I want to come to Dallas." <laughs>
0: The language is he ran into him, literally exactly. ran into him like as fast as like he... Like a Jason had, kid holding a
1: glass of water, run into him type thing.
0: <laughs> we know so. it was soda, we right? Like, you know it was soda, the Jason kid.
1: So, so it kind of sets the stage of the what if of going into that summer. So that was spring 2007 that happens. So let's just, I mean, assuming if you go by the definition of spring, that's after the, the trade deadline in February. Yeah. So go into that summer... That's when Boston decided, hey, we're really going to go after and go get our guys. They went and formed their big three, you know, the Garnett trade and all that. But so I started doing all my research on this. I'm like, all right. So that means that trade, if it would have happened, it would have happened in the summer of 2007. And then I went back and saw Mark's tweet and he's like, <laughs> it happened after 2008. I'm like, hold up. Did Boston really want to trade Paul Pierce after they formed the big three and all their success?
0: Yeah, so we're thinking this, right? Like, well, I'm thinking as I'm reading all this, I'm thinking, okay. And I'm seeing this in real time happen and saying, okay, so the Mavericks were going to make that deal in spring of 2007. Like you said, maybe trade deadline, summer, uh, summer of 2007, something like that. And Paul Pierce would have been gone. The, The Celtics at that time, by the way, were were not in a really great place. They had missed the playoffs there for two years in a row. They had been out in the first round the two years before that. Paul Pierce had only made the, the, the playoffs four years out of his first, you know, whatever, however many, like seven or eight years there in Boston. It was just a rough time for him there. Uh, to start his career, and so you're thinking, okay, they made this trade, then, okay, then you, your mind starts going into what-if directions, okay, what what happens to Kevin Garnett, the 2008 title never happens, and then Cuban comes in and just throws this, like, I don't know, a, a, <laughs> a Molotov cocktail in the middle of it, and says, in response to these comments, this was after 2008, That they would have made this trade. So coming up, let's get into what does that mean? So how could this have happened? And then there's basically two different timelines if we're getting this right, if we're understanding this. So we'll talk about this. We'll talk about all the what-ifs. If they they did make the trade in 2007, what happens then? What would the Mavericks look like if they got Paul Pierce? Then we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is uh, doctor created, doctor recommended. It's these wipes that you wipe under your armpits the night before. Uh, and you don't deal with sweat. If you deal with profusive sweat all the time, you're wearing like a gray shirt and you're like, ah, oh, dang, I can't wear this outside today because I know I'm just going to sweat right through it. My armpits, my lower back, whatever it is, you get a dry shirt guarantee from sweat so You don't have to deal with that. You don't have to deal with all the, uh, you know, the problems of trying to find new clothes, you know, Holding down your your arms all the time. I've I've been in situations where you're just I'm holding down my arm because if I lift it too high. I have a question. Yeah, if yeah, you have a question, you just raise it like this. And you can't you can't lift your elbow above your shoulder because all of a sudden you'll be exposed. You won't be exposed anymore with sweat block. You get your confidence back in that way. So get sweat block doctor created doctor recommended go to sweatblock.com use the promo code Lockdown. you'll get 20 percent. 20 percent is a pretty good percentage off so go try it go check it out at least try it one time if you're skeptical about it they also have other products too they have deodorant they have stuff for your undercarriage all kinds of things that you can get at sweatblock.com use the promo code locked on get 20 percent off today
1: undercarriage
0: also I want to tell you about direct tv does this sound familiar you have one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbors, best friends log in for the good stuff. The HBO Max that doesn't work because that app is just absolutely oh, frustrating sometimes. Well, I want to tell you about something simple that gets all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together and to pull it all together. Direct TV Stream, it brings you your live TV on demand favorites. Together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this. <laughs> let's get into this what if. He's laughing because he's never heard our bumper music actually played over the video. Uh, So the what if is what if the Mavericks traded for Paul Pierce 2007-2008? The timeline is kind of weird now with that Cuban tweet.
1: Let's just operate summer 2008 because 2007, I started doing that. It gets a little weird, especially when you look at the books because Finley's like still on the books a little bit, but he doesn't count because he got amnestied. Yeah. And so, like, the money shows up on a book whenever you look at it, but it didn't count towards the cap because he got amnestied. That was also before the Jason kid trade. The kid trade happened in, you know, early 2008. So that's why even the graphic shows the big three of, you know, kid, them. Let's just operate that it happened, that the what if would have happened in the summer of 2008 because the kid would have already been there at that point.
0: Yeah, Jason Kidd trade happens the trade deadline of two thousand eight. So yeah, February yeah, two thousand eight. So if so it happened in two thousand seven, it would be before Kidd and all that. So that would, that's that's really interesting too. Uh, yeah. yeah. So okay, the two thousand eight team, which by the way, this is why it's weird because this would have been after the Celtics combined their big three of Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, one went out, won the title, and then now Cuban says they had a trade in the works, a three team trade to get Paul Pierce in Dallas.
1: Very interesting. Because, that doesn't
0: make any sense to me.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. It doesn't make sense from a Boston side, but let's just, let's just run with it. Let's just yeah. say they did. What would the trade look like at that point? When you look at Dallas's cap sheet, it almost would have had to been like Josh Howard was, and Josh Howard was 28. He had to be in that deal. He had to be probably the centerpiece of that deal for Dallas. Dan Pier had to probably be in the deal too, because of the, because of the salary then. Cause you know, Dan Pierce making around 11 at that point. So you're looking at, and Paul Pierce. So another thing to point out in this, Paul Pierce, a season before the 2007 season, signed a three-year extension with Boston. So you would have him under contract until a 2010, 2011 season. So you're not trading for like a one-year thing of Paul Pierce in that scenario. So I th- I think the what if is, and the, the deal that Cuban's alluding to, is probably something, because Jason Terry's over 30 at that point. I think you're looking at Josh Howard, Dampier, and maybe a first, you know, one or two first round picks. I think then he's getting rerouted somewhere else and probably that third team was supposed to pay the first round pick for Josh Howard and then they weren't and that's P- when it fell through.
0: Yeah, Pierce is making $18 million in the 2008-2009 season. So you have to kind of make that work. So you have yeah. Josh Howard that's making about 10 million that year and then you could put that together with I think they could have done Jerry Stackhouse and like something else, you know, one of these other smaller contracts, or Sean Williams, uh, you know, Antoine Wright, you know, a a, a DJ Benga, like something like that they could have done to make it work. So I think they probably would have, and then the picks obviously to sweeten the deal and kept Dampier because Dampier was a, a big part, like he was their starting center, huge part. There's a he, lot.
1: of If he's in that deal, there there is some ripple effects that we'll mention in a little bit of who they would not have gotten if Dampier was traded yeah. for Paul Pierce.
0: Yeah, absolutely massive. So I think that's the deal that, that would have gone down. But then, so now, it's, let's say Josh Howard it's it's Josh Howard stackhouse and like a, one other contract that gets traded for Paul Pierce. Now all of a sudden you're you're combining Dirk, 29-year-old Dirk. You no, know, a 30-year-old Dirk, 35-year-old kid, Jet, Eric Dampier and a young JJ Barea all of a sudden with Devin George still and uh yeah, that that's your team right there. Like that is, and Paul Pierce was in his prime at that point. Yeah, this th- that's a that's a good team.
1: Yeah, so yeah, when I did my whole speculation, I just assumed Dan Pierre was in the deal because I think if Dan Pier is in it, then you really have to figure out who's your big man then, because then you're you're pretty much asking Sugana Jop to be your starting center at that point alongside Dirk, and then you know rolling out you know Pierce and and Kid and and Jet, but. I think the th- the deal comes into if you can pair Jason Kidd with Pierce and and Dirk then you're really talking something there because let's just say they they did that let's say they pulled it off they originally went that that next season 2008 2009 they went 50 and 32 that season so then you ask like how much better would they have been because they faced off against without Pierce normal real life Mavericks faced off against the Nuggets in round two against Real a young a young Carmelo, Chauncey Billups, a young J.R. Smith, and they lost to the Nuggets. Would they have beaten them?
0: College I, student J.R. Smith.
1: <laughs> golf. College student who plays golf, golf professional. And so let's just say they beat Denver. Now you're looking at a matchup against the Lakers in the conference finals. It's Pierce, Dirk, Kidd if you if they still have dampier going against paul gasol, kobe and those guys in this same year that they beat i think orlando, right? Courtney Lee.
0: Yeah, the the Lakers yeah. beat Orlando in 2009, but th- I so just led with Courtney Lee by the way, but <laughs> <This is> when- <laughs> Most recently a Maverick, so I guess yeah, you can yeah. you can But this is when this is when uh the Celtics would have just beat the Lakers in the finals in 2008. <laughs> And, yeah, and Paul Pierce would have been going up against them in in the Western Conference Finals. That is insane to me that, that that would happen. That just never happens where the Finals MVP changes teams. Like I think Kawhi was the first one.
1: That's true. Yeah, with Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think you can take it a step further. Do you have anything else on that season? Because I go into the next off season, and that's where it gets even more fun.
0: Well, there's. There's an interesting wrinkle here where, where I, I went down both rabbit trails. I said, okay, what if Cuban was mistaken and it actually happened in 2007? Or, okay. or what if it happened in 2008? Uh, before 2008, 2007-2008 2000, season, Avery Johnson was the coach.
1: Yeah, because Rick then you, got hired in May 2008.
0: And then you make the change to Rick Carlisle that offseason in that 2008-2009 season, and it was Rick Carlisle. So what happens there? The, the, what the new- if they
1: did so good in that first 2007 season that they kept Avery? Yeah, and then Rick doesn't show up, which you know, a lot of people, you know, was like, hey, at that point, you know, they because you're obviously talking about a Mavericks team who just lost to the Heat in 2006. So yeah. Paul Pierce is looking at this saying, man, this is why he told Dirk. This is why he told Cuban. I'm your missing piece yep. because he just watched them lose in the finals to sh- to Shaq. I can and Wade. get that
0: many free throws.
1: <laughs> I can get ninety free throws. Okay, <laughs> get me in the finals with you guys. So that's that's a cool what if too. Even though it feels like you talked to the right people, was like, hey Avery, his time was up there. But what if they made a huge run, you know, back to the finals that first season, two thousand seven, two thousand eight?
0: But. Who knows? So, so then there's so many rabbit trails you can go down. What happens with well, the next
1: the next big trade for the for the Mavericks? Then just gets me even more excited and makes me think, man, how like how many big time runs would they have made? Because then they turn around and if they do the deal that I thought that they would do, Dan Peer, Josh Howard, and first, and not and Stackhouse wasn't, then they could still pull off Sean Marion. Ooh. Because basically they traded Devin George and, and Jerry Stackhouse for Sean Marion, who Marion was making six million dollars back then. And if you could walk into the next couple of seasons with Jason Kidd, Paul Pierce, Sean Marion, Jet. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, and Jet, sign me up. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, are we looking at Dirk with you know, like the Brady picture with like some rings on his <laughs> on his hand at this one? Because I honestly think because I viewed Paul Pierce as a bigger Jason Terry right i mean that for for me like if he was on on this yeah. Dallas team like he he's not I'm not gonna put Paul Pierce out there and say, hey, be my Kawhi and just lock down people. But when like can you imagine Dirk with a another wing score who could average 25 a game this is, on the wing with
0: size? This is the secondary creator we've been talking about with Luca kind of deal, right? Like he takes the yep. pressure off. Basically, when things broke down, the Mavericks turned to Dirk, obviously, they dumped the ball to him, or Jet. Those are your two options. Jason Kidd, I guess sometimes, but Paul Pierce would have been a guy that you could do that, and he was for for all that I like to hate on Paul Pierce, he was great when things like broke down. You just needed a yeah. bucket, right? You just needed a bucket to get in some way. He was an efficient scorer, like a good scorer. He could score from all over the place, three levels, all that kind of stuff. Like he was, he was really good at that and distributed. Like could do basically everything that you needed offensively for this team, and would be an incredible combo with Dirk. Like
1: and pa- and and Sean Marion in that, like yeah, to go- Sean Marion on, on on the wing, you know, with and he, I mean they would need another center. Like if they didn't get Dampier, because yeah. then you go down the rabbit trail too of like, all right, well, who's the next big man? Because if you traded Josh Howard for Paul Pierce, now all of a sudden you're not, you're not pulling off the Washington trade, right? You're not getting Karan John Butler, Butler yeah. Haywood, uh, you know, Deshaun Stevenson. Like those are three huge pieces to the 2011 team. But Josh Howard was a big trade, you know, big piece in that. Who does Dan get shipped out to? Eric Dampier gets shipped out to Charlotte a few seasons later for a young Tyson Chandler. So you're not, you're not getting Tyson Chandler in that. So there is this center spot that they would have had to figure out next to Dirk, unless they just fully leaned in before everyone else and said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to fast forward time to 2020s and say, Dirk should be at center and it's Dirk. And, the matrix at the four with Paul Pierce at the three
0: In all the space and, in the world. And it's like, sign me up. How many, how many rings do we want
1: at this point? Right. I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get into that and talk about what else the Mavericks could have done there and what the team would have looked like, how many titles they could have won. I have at- some bigger, bigger picture questions too. That'd be fun. At coming up, but before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're always coming out with new stuff, always innovating. But they have the solid ones. We had a listener recently reach out and say that they just tried Built Bar for the first time. They love it. They went out and got the they got the staples, right? They got the. Mint brownie, they got the coconut almond, and then they got the cookies and cream. Those are solid flavors. Shout out to Kelly who got built bar for the first time. Go get those. They also have new protein balls. If you've been, if you're vegan or if you've you know put these off because you don't really want you know, gluten, grain, or dairy, these are gluten, grain, and dairy free. You can go check those out. They're always coming up with new stuff like that. They have built boost that helps you know boost your metabolism and put or boost your uh, immune system, all that kind of stuff. It. Uh, is caffeine free and all that kind of stuff. You can put in your water. Great stuff. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get any of these products from Built. Go check it out. Built.com. Again, promo code LOCKED15. Also want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. The NFL is coming up. Isaac, you got your Ravens hat on right now. Isaac is a diehard Ravens fan. Let's go. Ravens, four and a half point favorite over the, the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday night. In Las Vegas, that seems that seems kind of low. The Raiders aren't supposed to be that good.
1: Uh, yeah i i'll I'll take that honestly. I was listening to Bill Simmons, and they they're actually taking the Raiders in that. Uh, but Ravens dealing with injury stuff that are kind of it's kind of worrying me. But Dobbins, I got it. That yeah, Ravens are are winning on Monday night.
0: If you're feeling good about that, you can bet the money line. It's minus 210 if you want to go ahead and bet that. The over-under is 51 on Bet Online. All kinds of things you can bet on BetOnline. Go use it. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more what-ifs. We've been talking about Paul Pierce, if he had become a Maverick in 2008. The Mavericks had just come off 2006 where they got, you know, they got beat in the finals by the Miami Heat. They were about to enter this, you know, kind of weird era of, okay, is this thing going to end without Dirk actually ever getting a title? Is he just going to, you know, ride off into the sunset or have to go, you know, ring chase on a different team? Paul Pierce in 2008, would he have changed all that? Would he have changed 2011? I think so. Like, you have to start talking about that
1: yeah I think I think you would have I mean I, I think well you know, we, we briefly touched on a while ago if they played Denver you know in that second round then they played the Lakers what's that next year look like you know they they got beat by the Spurs in the first round in that 2000 I think it's 2008 2009 or maybe the next 2000
0: year. T- in the first round they got beaten 2009 2010 that's what it is in the first round against that Spurs team the Mavs were the second seed the Spurs were the seventh seed like that was a, a tough one you had nobody, Duncan, Parker, but uh, see, I, I don't even
1: like. I'm not even the biggest fan of that Spurs team. Like, I, they would have beaten that Spurs team. They should have beaten that Spurs team because then that Spurs team gets swept in the second round. They play, you know, Steve Nash, Amari, that fun, you know, Phoenix team. And it's, so then you ask, you know, what if? It's like if they beat that Spurs team, then you're looking at that Mavericks score going against Nash, and you know, and um, gosh, who else on that? Was Quentin Richardson on that team? Amari. Uh, Boris Diaw. Oh yeah, you're think, talking about and, the
0: seven seconds or less Suns, right there. Yeah.
1: So I mean, what a fun series that is. Nash going against you know Dallas in the in the playoffs at that point. So that's a lot of fun. But yeah, how does it change 2011? I don't know. Like, do they have a couple? Do they have one or two rings before 2011? If they do this,
0: well, I don't let's know. So let's say so they make the trade in 2008. Two, you know, 2008. It's before the 2008 2009 season. There's only two seasons before that 2011. So. I Could mean, they, uh, are you
1: not down for a three peat? Or
0: <laughs> are they that good? Do you think that, that team's that good to do a three peat?
1: I think they are really dang good. I, I mean, especially if you can pull off Marion and your your parent. Like, if you pull
0: that off, Paul, it changes. P- it for Paul me.
1: Pierce is really good, and I know there's probably people in the YouTube comments or whatever. People listen to the podcast, and it's like you see some of the dumb crap Pierce says on, you know. <laughs> You know, on his media everywhere, job everywhere any, doing anything. Yeah. Or it's like, you think about the wheelchair stuff, which is still funny to this or day.
0: Like, the wizards I called game shot, like,
1: <laughs> but like Paul Pierce averaging 25, 26 a game in Boston has really good Paul Pierce. if you could pair him with Dirk back then and still have a lot of these surrounding pieces, like you could have still pulled off Jason Kidd, You could have still kept Jason Terry. You could have still traded for Sean Marion. Like those are some really good pieces alongside of them. I would, I would trust they would have pulled off some other center if they had to get rid of Dampier and they couldn't get Haywood and couldn't, couldn't get Tyson. They would have found someone else to play alongside Dirk. So I do, I do think that they would have been really, really good. And I mean, I think there's there's a question of this too. With this coming out that Paul Pierce, you know, saying, you know, last year saying right now, I wanted to go play with Dirk. Like I, I told Mark, I want to go play for Dallas. We hear all the time Dallas gets crapped on for like not getting free agents. And this is like a guy who's at the prime of his career who said, and I, if you guys are really hate me being like math state media, then you can turn it off at this point. But (laughs) are we sure? Like some fans, like, are we sure the Mavericks just haven't been unlucky a lot of the times when it comes to like big names? Like, are we because we've walked through like the Kimball Walker thing, how close they were to getting Kimball Walker? We know, and then Boston comes out of nowhere, and like Al Horford opts out and he gets his big deal from Philly, and now they have the money to sign Kimball Walker. We, I mean, we're, we're hearing right now a Paul Pierce in the prime of his career saying, I want to go play with Dirk. I want to go play with the Mavericks. And then, bam, they traded for freaking Kevin Garnett, and they get Ray Allen and form this well, big and, three.
0: And Cuban saying a deal was done, but the third team backed out because they didn't agree to the rest of the terms. Like, exactly. and that's and it's just unlucky. A, it's a proven – it
1: just shows you another example that – it, it's not just your franchise or your decision makers that jack things up. Sometimes There's it's a
0: poverty franchise or anything like that.
1: Yeah. It's it, like, sometimes you're just unlucky that how many more Paul Pierce situations have Dallas has Dallas been in over the past, you know, 10 years that we, it's Paul Pierce, Kemba Walker, or Dwight H- Howard. We were just about to talk no. about
0: Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard just like famously like changed his mind. Like, and, just, and then they, like, I think happened. we
1: would, And because I think sometimes we we hear that dialogue of like, man, players just didn't want to go play with Dirk. Dirk, you know, it'd be it's so much easier to play with a guy like Luca compared to Dirk. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like fully true, no. And like hearing like Paul Pierce say that too, he's been on the record and like multiple times now. And Mark, you know, confirming that. Like how many how many stories does Mark have that if he really wanted to just empty the you know the cupboard here of saying okay. Here, here's here's the amount of players that we had deals for that we agreed to, and then yeah. X happened and they, you know, they went somewhere else. So I think it's and what if Paul Pierce did come to Dallas? They did trade. Does that trade, does that change anything as far as their ability to get big names over the next 10 years? Does other free agents yeah. see that and say, oh man, like it wasn't just homegrown Dirk and coming to Dallas as a young kid and them just developing him? Paul Pierce went there and won a title. Like yeah, man, that, that, that's cool. Does that change anything bigger for that? I don't know.
0: Especially if it happens earlier for Dirk, right? Part of the problem yeah. is, you know, the last like 10 years or so, you've been dealing with the end of Dirk's prime. And so you're not coming to a prime Dirk where you, you a player thinks, I can go there and win a title. That player would have to go to the Mavericks and do a lot of heavy lifting, right? Dirk and Paul Pierce would do a ton of heavy lifting. And the, the third player, whatever player comes, can ride can ride their coattails a little bit. Yeah, uh, and so if it happened earlier for Dirk, then maybe that does happen, and it turns into a couple rings.
1: Yeah, and so I think that's that's my last question. I've my last bullet point is: what does it do for Dirk's career if he gets another ring or two? Like, what if Dirk mm. what if Dirk oh, ended his career with hurts. three with three rings compared to one? I, I mean, he's still already regarded as a top fifteen player in the league. But what if he has three rings? Like, is he solidified as a top ten player of all time for? a lot of people out there. I don't know. Like I, I I really am curious on that, especially if he was a huge part of that, you know, and was superstar Dirk for all three of those titles.
0: Man, this is a a tough one,
1: but there's also the, you know, the, the 2011, what if two of how many times have we heard Dirk and them talk about saying, man, if 2006 didn't happen and that heartbreak and that hurt and that motivation didn't happen, then would 2011 have happened if we didn't have that hurt and stuff from 2006, I don't know. So what if they won in 2008? Does 2011 happen? Because do they have the same passion and motivation because they, you know, from 2006, but they've already won it since then. So I th- that's another what if, too. We can't just assume 2011 happens if they won in 2008.
0: Let's go through quickly uh, since you asked that question. Okay, so ESPN in 2020, they did the top like 75 players of all time. Or the top like 100 players of all time. Dirk was number 19 on that list. Ooh, let's say, he, let's say he wins one more title. Let's, let's do three every once in a while if it becomes a debate. He's number 19, which is awesome. That's already great. He's above yeah. Kevin Garnett. He's above Scottie Pippen, Elgin Baylor, Charles Barkley, David Robinson, uh, Kawhi. Is this,
1: is this already? or
0: Dwayne Wade. This was in 2020. Okay, okay. So in 2020, they made this list. He's already there. Who would he rise above if he got one or even two more titles? Let's say this Paul Pierce thing happens. So he has he's two or three titles. Moses Malone.
1: Are you starting from 18 going on up?
0: Yeah, this is eight, number 18. Okay. Keep going. Carl Malone. He rises above Carl Malone to me.
1: If oh, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right?
0: Jerry West. That one's tough. Cause some, it's, the eras are so different. But Jerry West only won one title. So maybe that moves him above. Jer- Julius Irving is number 15. That's a, kind of a similar thing. Different eras. But... Uh, you get two t- Kevin Durant? Does is he higher than Kevin Durant? Because Kevin Durant's getting put up high because of you know the the couple titles he won with the Warriors there. Durant
1: one's hard because his his career's just not over. I got I got where...
0: Steph Curry is number 13 on this list.
1: Oh. Um, no, I'm I'm sorry. I
0: what can't. if Dirk has three titles and he wins finals MVP in all of them?
1: Well, Steph has five, right? Rings. No, or Steph four. has no,
0: Steph has four. Steph
1: has three, right? I thought he had four. Am I off? My bad.
0: Probably off. Um that. the thing, the thing with the Steph thing is Steph has three. 15, 8, 17, and 18.
1: Okay. The thing with the Steph thing is like Dirk's gonna uh like beat him in all the all time stuff. Like you gotta have the combination of, you know, the Durant hey. stuff. He's gonna be up there. Steph's just not gonna be up there.
0: And if it's three and three titles, like let's say Dirk had won three and Curry had won three.
1: Yeah, he's over Steph.
0: Then Dirk is over Steph. The next yeah. one, Hakeem Olajuwon. You
1: know, Dream got two titles. They're in the mid 90s. got two. So. so
0: if Dirk and, and Hakeem are tied with two titles, they're probably like, that would be an I, easy pairing on every all time list to just put them together, right? Like, it's just, yeah. okay. Two, I, I love, two the, yeah. Two of the greatest big men, both got two titles. Let's just put them, you know. Let's put. I them think together. he
1: would secure a top twelve spot. Like I, I, you know, yeah. I'm That's, not going to do the The team is number man.
0: twelve. The rest of the rest of it is Oscar Robertson, uh, and then, oh dang, these stupid articles.
1: Well, if you do top fifteen easily, I mean, the drink-
0: Shaq. He's not above Shaq, I don't think. Kobe, mm. Duncan, no, Bird, yeah. No. Well, like he's not getting he's not getting up there even with three titles, but
1: but he's he's right there at that tier, though, with with Hakeem. And, you know, for for me, and this is going to be blasphemous on this podcast, but sorry, guys, (laughs) I love Dirk, but I've always given the best international player title to Lajuan and I just his overall game and what he could do with the ball, ball handling defensively the moves, the skills, and everything that Alajouan had, like peak Alajouan, like the
0: way he's able to take advantage of the times when Michael Jordan didn't play in the NBA, like just peak, that's true. just peak, taking advantage. Of I mean, I would situation. go a step further. I mean,
1: yeah, this is, I mean, I would take Alajouan over Shaq, to be honest. But that's um, no, Shaq that's a different was, combination. Shaq is <laughs> conversation, all
0: time, man. He is.
1: Yeah, Shaq shout out was, to those finals when Alajouan gave him his, you know, school lunch. But
0: gave who? But Shaq. No. But, when he was, like, 15 years old.
1: Um, but, no, I, I think that's – like, it wouldn't even be the conversation. Like, Dirk, we already, like, consider Dirk the best power forward of all time. At least I do. Like, I think he's he's already yeah, over – Duncan's a center.
0: Dirk best power forward of all
1: time. Exactly. That's the, that's the thing. So, that's the – I don't really think it's the combination. I mean, the conversation. Like, Dirk is with Olajuwon in that 12 to 13 range. Yeah. To where I think a lot of people right now be like, oh, Dirk's top 20 – he would solidify himself as top 15. Top 15. Probably, probably, you know, top 12, top 13.
0: Incredible. Incredible what if that just popped up today of all days that happened to us on this What If Wednesday. Guys, we'll be back with more stuff. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown On Maps. Peace
1: out. Boom. <laughs>